Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Today's question comes to us from Alfredo, who wrote to me and said, I'm currently training two women friends who can return the ball from, bo from the baseline on both wings pretty consistently. Both have been playing the game for a number of years. They don't change their grips, however. They're afraid that it will hamper their game. Should I impose? Is changing grips vital to the game? Thanks in advance. Well, Alfredo, really good question. And this is a situation that will frequently come up, as I'm sure you found, as an instructor. Or maybe this is kind of your first instructional journey, I'm not sure. But if you spend any time, any amount of time at all on a regular basis with students trying to help them improve, you'll quickly find that this is a very common roadblock to people's continued improvement. They're not willing to sacrifice a little bit of short-term comfort or performance in order to really gain a long-lasting big improvement in their game. So this is, this is very, very common. And quite frankly, to address their concerns, you know, will it hamper their game if they start to change their grip from their forehand side to their backhand side? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. At first, it will hamper their game because it's just human nature. It's different from what they're used to. They've been playing tennis for many years. They're used to doing it X method, X way. And so when you have them do Y instead and maybe shift their grip to maybe Eastern for a forehand or maybe Eastern backhand for their one-handed backhand or whatever, and they're used to Continental, yeah, there's going to be a learning curve there. And at first, they're going to see their performance drop because... They haven't learned the new method well enough yet to execute it to a point where they're actually going to be able to do a good job. So this is a huge, huge issue, both, both as the instructor and as the player. And it's a big reason why many players stay within their same level year after year and maybe even decade after decade. Those of, those of you who have tuned in that are teaching pros and have done it for a long period of time know exactly what I'm talking about. And those of you who have tuned in who are players who maybe have played at the, exactly the same level for many, many years, this is very possibly the reason why, because you're un, unwilling to really kind of trust your instructor, step out on a limb a little bit and do something different for a long enough period of time that it finally becomes comfortable and familiar enough that you realize that improvement within your game. So Alfredo, in my experience as a teacher, most players are going to fall into two very general categories. Category number one is the type of player that plays tennis just for pure enjoyment, just for the fun of it. They want to get outside and kind of get some fresh air, have an activity outdoors. They want to get a little bit of exercise. Maybe they want to socialize with their friends at their local you know, park or within their community. And so these are all great reasons why people can play tennis and enjoy it. And they still might take lessons because they think, hey, if I can get a little bit better, then I'll have even more fun. And so they'll sign up for a lesson with you, but they don't want to make that jump outside their comfort zone to really do anything very different. And it's that category of people, of players, and by the way, it's totally fine. You know, if, if, that's, if that's all they want to get out of the game, then great. It's, it's important that they realize that. And it's important that you realize that as their instructor, that that's the category that they fall into. 
And quite frankly, that was one of my biggest motivators for wanting to, to quit my traditional teaching job was it was very frustrating for me, somebody who has a passion for helping players improve, walk out onto the court on a regular basis with players that didn't really want to put in the hard hours. They didn't want to put in the hard work of making those changes. And so I could help them improve you know, a little bit at a time, but we never really saw a big jump from one level completely to another because they were always kind of stuck within their, their comfort zone. The second type, main general type of players, is, is the type of player that has a passion for improvement and really has a, a personality that just loves to master new things. And so each new improvement is like its own journey and its own exciting you know, story in and of itself, learning to hit their backhand more powerfully or learning how to hit more spin on their second serve. You know, each of those little improvements is exciting and um, really makes them feel alive. And that's the group I was in as a player. Um, and so just going out there just for fun is not good enough. And quite frankly, Alfredo, if that's the type of person you are, then ideally you want to try and spend as much, as, time, as much of your time as possible on the court with that kind of student. It's not always easy to find that kind of student. And so that can be kind of a, a pain point in, a, in an area of frustration for somebody like yourself. But it's important at the end of the day, this is the last point I'll make, it's just important to realize the difference between those two motivations and those two types of players so that you don't keep banging your head against the wall with group number one and trying to, I guess, be their motivation and trying to, uh, trying to really kind of transfer your passion over to them and inspire them to become group number two. Sometimes that's possible and you can do that. But at the end of the day, it's hard to change people. <laughs> it's hard to change their motivations and change the reason why they do things. So, you know, in my experience, your time is better, is probably better off seeking out those people in group number two and really pouring all of your energy and focus and passion into them because they're going to fully appreciate what you have to share with them. And the, the two of you, you know, you're just going to mesh and that your time spent together is just gonna be amazing. <laughs> and those types of students are, are just, the time flies by, as I'm sure you're aware. And if, if you've tuned in today and you're a teacher, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And this transcends tennis, by the way. This is, this is you know, true among any, any area where there's a teacher and, uh, and a student. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube so you don't miss out on anything else I publish. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care and good luck with your tennis.